Brown. Welcome to the Australian Panther Culture Podcast. How you going, buddy? Really good. Really That's good. That's had a very smooth radio voice I did then, didn't it? Get you it have got a voice for welcome radio. Welcome to the... Yeah. Not a face. I've got a face for radio too. I've said that so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a face for radio as well, mate, but I still stick my mug out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. How you been, dude? Yeah, good. Good. A bit tired. Not as tired as you. <laughs> no, that's all right. It's, uh, yeah, it's been a big week. That's for sure. Yeah. I bet. Yep. Setting up that new reef tank. Yeah. Yeah, tank I probably put about 18 hours into that, like, Dismantling the old one and then putting this new one together. Yeah. Did you get done by bristle worms or what? <laughs> I was cleaning out the old tank at work today because I'm just selling it at the shop. Yeah. And as I was cleaning out the the sump, I got done by one that was <laughs> still in the sump. <laughs> <laughs> Little bastard. <laughs> so I uh, co- covered myself things, in. Eh? Oh, horrible. Covered myself in glue and then pulled it out. But <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, good fun, good fun. We're, we're a bit late jumping on here. We were supposed to jump on at eight, and we've just been talking books and looking at book posts and stuff for the last uh, yeah. <laughs> however long. <clears throat> I know, I mean. saw that book post pop up and thought I'd try yeah. and get on a few titles that I don't have. So. I've got to love Ollie jumping on the bandwagon and just <laughs> saying, know. hey, mate, give it a break. <laughs> <laughs> never give it a break. No. Can't back off the gas. No, that's right. That's right. No, there's some there's ones that I don't actually have. So I saw it pop up. I was like, oh, I can jump on those. So, yeah. yeah. Well, there's you... some solid ones that I don't have there. I mean, I've, I've got nowhere near the book collection that you've got, but yeah. That's a really good collection that she's she pulled up of those. Like, oh, yeah. That are there. <clears throat> I bought stuff off her previously uh, a while ago when she sold a mm. bunch, but. um. Yeah, now she's must be getting rid of everything, I'd say. So by the looks of that. Yeah, well, as you said, you know, you send a message, I sent a message. Maybe we'll see if we can do some combined post- postage or whatever and I'll come for a drive and pick them up again. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, no, it's be the way to go. Yeah. That's, uh, I actually ordered some more books this week. I think I told you about that, didn't I? Uh, Did I? I yeah, I think so. Maybe. No, I, I, forgot. I think I've forgotten. Well, we talk so much books that it just kind of goes back and forth in yeah. one ear and out the other. Yeah, I've got... I haven't um, any new ones yet. I've got uh, an old title from Gunther Schmieder, uh, Sna- Snakes of South Australia. What else did I have in there? There's a few few different ones. You said you had all of them probably. I, I can't remember. I, sent a Actually, I, do remember, I do remember you saying that, yeah. That's right, because you're over here, and I was going through my bookshelf trying to see if I had certain ones. Yeah. I, I tried to get heaps of her crocodile ones because I don't really have much on crocodiles. I don't have – that's – yeah, I don't have many. I'm still trying to get some of these coggers. I, like, I still need a few of them. I remember at one point yeah. they were everywhere, but um, not at the moment, so. Yeah, so I've got the uh, the Australian – Story Crocodile by Philip Holden, Australian Reptile Wonders by Harry Fraka, I think. Uh, the Cold Blooded Australians by Gunther Schmieder, and then, yes, yeah, Snakes in South Australia. Australia. Oh, I can't actually right. read you, the. You did send me that. Yeah, I do remember now. Yeah. And then she messaged me back because I tried to buy, I think she had like five on crocodiles. I tried to get yep. all of them. And um, 
yeah, I think she ended up messaging me back with another title that that I ended up picking up off her, um, oh, nice. which was another crocodile one, but I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. Yep. Actually, it's been a good book, good book week for me. It's been a while since I've kind of splashed out. You got oh, that God. awesome uh, Lizards of Australia book. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. So that, that was Steve Wilson's, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, with a Kleber Palmer on the front. Yeah. Um, oh, they're probably all redundant. Those books now. <laughs> all the oh, other books. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. There's uh, been a few chops and changes, hey. Yeah, I haven't read the paper yet. You flicked it to me the other day, but I haven't had a good read of it yet. Had a bit of a glance over it. Yeah, so I had a very, very quick flick through it, and hopefully I don't absolutely butcher this, but um, I believe Verona Storai and Ocreatus have been given full speciation, uh, while, if I'm not mistaken, Barichi is no more, and it's now Verona Citrinus. I could be wrong there. Somebody will correct me anyway. But, yeah, there's been a few chops and changes and, and things to it. That's yeah. good to see. It's good to see that, like, there's still work going on. Stuff's still getting described. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's always going to happen, right? It's, yeah. Um, people always rename things because they think it falls into somewhere else better in the taxonomic world, but... Does it change the lizards to you, though? No. They're still the same-looking lizard. 100%. They just get a new Latin name. Yeah. I mean, it is cool when they find a complete new species that's like, you know. Oh, like completely things. divergent from everything yeah. or something. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, like you said, it doesn't really change the fact that it's a lizard or, or a snake. It's still cool to see, though. It's like, oh, I do enjoy it. I enjoy reading those papers. A lot of it goes over my head, but that's what I was saying the other day. You need to get the dictionary of herpetology. So I said, I'll do I'll read a paper and I'll flick through that. What does that mean? Okay, yeah, sweet. (laughs) (laughs) A bit of cross-referencing. Yeah, that was was actually cool to come up and and see see your place and start going through your <laughs> bookshelf like a kid in a candy shop. <laughs> yeah. And when you pulled that out, I was like, oh, that's so cool. I didn't even think about getting that. You know, yeah, that's like, I had, that was one of the first books I got eight years ago. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, it was good you came up finally. It's only been God knows how long. Close to ten months, nine, yeah. nine months, I think, since we started this. Episode 50, by the way, this is number 50. I thought we'd already been going for a year. We've been going for a year. Going for that's of, right, yeah. Because of like cr- Chrissy and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And I think we episode fifty skips a week or something like that. But <clears throat> here and there, yeah, yeah. But no, episode fifty. Crazy. Congratulations, mate. I know it doesn't feel like that. No, I still find it weird that people listen to us. But yeah, no, you know. Sometimes I like, like right now, I'm like, there's no one listening to us. What are we like? Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, so we get a guest up. on the numbers come up. Yeah. Uh, I guess people are probably over us rambling, but, you know, we like to have a chat here and there. So kind of fill the space when we don't have a guest on for the week. But we've got some good ones coming up, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for next week. We won't let on who's coming on next week. Nah, Just a uh, good one. That, that should be pretty good. Yeah. Um, no, it is. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm stoked to finally have come up because I, you know, I get this little like window into your world via the, the webcam on your computer, and that's about it. And uh, 
yeah, yeah. now it's finally good to kind of be able to go, okay, this is the space that you're working in. This is what you got. And cool to check out your animals and stuff as well. Heaps, heaps smaller than you thought too. Like it is, hey. Like when I say it's small, it's like. Yeah. It, it would, it's small. It would be a little bit smaller than my room floor space wise, uh, but yep. height wise, <clears throat> it's definitely shorter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, way shorter. Like, I could pretty yeah, much like be sitting on this chair and touch the roof. Something. Yeah, just down in the shed. So, but um, you're on a high chair though. Yeah, I'm on like a, I need to get a comfy chair. I keep saying that. Like, it's I sit on this thing every time. <laughs> and I'm like, Why don't I? I've, office works is up the road. I go there all the time, and I keep forgetting to just get a computer <laughs> chair. You guys should see uh, what Jason sits on every week. He's like pretty much at a like a. a a racket shelving desk yeah. that he's made, and he's on like a 90s bar stool. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is a 90s bar stool. Oh, yeah, it's pretty accurate. It doesn't even have a cushion on it. <laughs> no, it's I don't know so how you good. do it. Your ass must go numb. I stand all day though, usually. So, you know, yeah, yeah, well, remember when we... that's why I move around a bit. Remember when we first started doing the podcast before I actually got into here? I was in my brother in law's bedroom when I was living at the in-laws place and I had that chair that was like the back was broken on it so I was always leaning heaps far yeah. back and I had to like pack it out with all these yeah. pillows yeah, yeah that was screwed it's probably still better more comfy than mine I'd love to get a lounge just sit back on a lounge like they do on um snakes and stogies and stuff you see them they're just sitting on a lounge nice and comfy that's a good idea that's what I'd love to do I couldn't fit it in either I'd, if I did it eat into a lot of space yeah, you'd have to you'd have to lose animals then, definitely. Yep. yep. Yeah, which I don't really want to. Or do. you should you should figure out. Oh no, you probably couldn't do it. I was going to say like some sort of way to have like your computer be able to like swing around. So if you had like a lounge against where your or, or instead of where your desk is now, put your lounge there, but then like some sort of like I don't know thing that kind of wheels out with your computer on it. Yeah, that could work. That could work. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, just like a little yeah. mini desk type thing, but you could like wheel it in front of your couch. Yeah. Yeah, that could work. But in that in that room it would be like a one seater couch. You yeah. couldn't go any bigger than that. No, no, it'd take up heaps of space. But yeah, that'd be something I'd love to do in the future. Nice bigger room. But I've got next door that I could take over eventually. But knock down the wall. Yeah. I built it purely for this, but um yeah, maybe one day. I'd have to build another ceiling in there because it's just shed next door. It goes up and it's not as insulated. I'll put all insulation in all the walls and stuff here so it doesn't get as hot. <clears throat> but, yeah. Doesn't uh, too much space. Yeah. Well, we've all got our limits, right? Yeah. I'm, um, I'm slowly being pushed out. So, yeah. You know. I've, I've, that's why I kind of like this little area. It's my little area. But, um, I've pretty much everything I want that we like when you were up and I was talking you through what I'm going to do. It'll all fit like Tetris, mm. but it'll fit mm. and it'll look nice. So, no, I'm going to be mad. Yeah, I'll be there but, soon. So, not too much longer. Yeah, I said, yeah, not too much longer. We'll be still talking about this in a year's time. Like, oh, we're almost done. Yeah, we get well, I just need this. I just need that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you would have come up a bit earlier, but I had a bloody bit of an incident at my joint that morning. Yeah, 
Yeah, I was planning to get there probably about 10 o'clock, but you had to race off to the hospital, didn't you? Yeah, my wife was away on a mother's group girls weekend only. And I was looking after the kids all weekend. And as I was getting ready to go get some milk from the shops, take the kids, my son tripped over and headbutted the corner of the wall and oh. split his forehead open. Oh. It was gnarly. Like the it's cut wasn't too gash. big. Yeah, it was about, I was going to say it was about 15 mil long, but it just was right on his forehead. And like you look at the bruise, it goes from the gash all the way down over his eyebrow. Mm. So he's lucky he didn't cut his, his eyebrow. And then it goes all the way down his cheek too. Oh. So he was running full peg up the hallway, tripped over the rug, straight into the corner of the wall. And yeah. he hit the hit the deck <clears throat> and I heard him and I stuck my head out and he had his hand over his eye and I'm, I thought the worst that he's done something to his eye. And then, yeah. like, he's doing that cry where he's not quite crying. And it was three seconds and then his hand was just covered in blood and then it was all down his face, all in his eye. So I had to try and clean him up and then rushed off to the hospital and then there was a massive long wait time at the hospital and we were just like, obviously my missus was like, I'm coming home. I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. Then um, rang a friend who's a nurse that worked there and she's like, I'll just come here. I'll have a look at it for you because she goes, you'll be, apparently they're really backlogged at that hospital at the moment. She said, if it's non-life-threatening, it's like a six to eight hour wait to be seen. So I was like, okay, I'll come there. And um, she just glued it all together for us and, it's like beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so I was home by after 12 instead of – I wasn't 12. It was a bit later than actually. I can't remember what time it was. It was a, um, a pretty gnarly-looking um, cut, that's for sure. And when you showed me where you ran into, yeah, that was – that would have it's literally <laughs> It's literally just like timber and then jib rock. Like there's no give in the wall. It wasn't like it was a shed. It was the corner of the wall. So it had um, – the metal trim that you put <clears throat> to your set over with your jib rock so you get your nice straight line. Mm. But, yeah, it was insane. Yeah, insane. So I'm- but no, it was good, good, good to come up. Good you finally got up yeah. there. Yeah, well, it was about time. You know, it's only been in the works for God knows how long, but I owed you a case of beers for putting in the PowerPoint. So yeah. it's good to finally get those to you. And, yeah. Um, and you can see how much my daughter actually loves those turtles. Oh, man. She was all over it. <laughs> yeah. She wouldn't leave you alone. She's like, Dad, turtles, now. Yep. She does it <laughs> every day. Every day. She's got a little um, she's got a little turtle. That's a sea turtle. It's a bath toy. Mm. It's like as soon as she gets in the bath, she's like, turtle, turtle, turtle. She just plays with that turtle the whole time. And went and bought her like a stuffed turtle the other day, and she walk, runs around the house with that now. So she's just mm. all about turtles, which is good. That's not so, okay. Yep. Yeah, no, she loves them. Absolutely loves them. <clears throat> yeah, they're, but, they're awesome animals. I, um, I, uh, I'm even looking at the turtles at work again, and I'm like, no, can't do more turtles. Can't do turtles. <laughs> this is, I need space for child. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think, yeah. I think, yeah. Especially when you first have it, it'll be a bit of a, a shock to the system. Oh, it's going to be a – yeah, it'll wake me up. That's yeah. for sure. It's, um, oh, you'll be awake. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I have no doubt of that. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about how, how I'm going to struggle through that. But um, uh, where was I going with that? I've kind of lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, 
it could be coming sooner rather than later as well. That's a yeah. You're saying that kind of scary part about gestational diabetes is apparently it could be coming as early as 36 weeks. So uh, that for listeners at home will be six weeks from when they're probably hearing this. So yeah, yeah, soon, very soon. Mate, you'll blink, it'll be gone, you'll have a baby in your arms. Yeah, I'll be trying to feed it a mouse and putting a heat lamp above it. (laughs) This doesn't work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Doing a YouTube video of how to build a baby enclosure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm going to have docks on my doorstep. (laughs) No, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It was um, pretty much doing somersaults in my wife's belly the other night, so... Yeah, it's weird to watch. Yeah, it's it's crazy when you see that, hey, and you feel it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they like you could you, yeah, you just see it like rolling over, like it was just so intense. Yeah, yeah. Imagine what you like your missus feels. Like they'd feel all that. There's all stuff that like you don't get to, to feel and see because like obviously you can't feel and see it that they do. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, what's been going on there, mate? About this post. <clears throat> Sorry, a bit of live book shopping while we're uh, on the air here. <laughs> She's got heaps of Goanna copies of all sorts of books. That's um. Okay, I'm just going to have to write back. Interested in all. <laughs> Price for all, please. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry about this, guys. Just doing a bit of live bookshopping while we're on there. I'm going on a Goanna binge. It's like I don't have enough Goanna books. I'm trying to find. Um, yeah, trying to find something here. Here, mate. I've moved the Gillen's enclosure and the frill neck enclosure in behind me, as you can see. Probably. Can you see it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right behind me. I could see. Yeah. Um, so. This room's now full. I just need to finish doing the backgrounds on everything, those photo backgrounds that I'm into at the moment. Um, and, yep. then, yeah, this room's done and dusted, which will be good. Um, and what else? Pretty much sold a couple of enclosures out of the other room, so there's a little bit more space there, but I've still got to move on uh, one of my URS vivariums, the really large vivarium, the big gray plastic ones that they do so i've got one more yeah. of those available so if anyone's local and wants to take it off my hands feel free um and then i've got to do a few other bits and pieces i'm kind of like gearing up to to build a few things in the lounge room to support those hatchy green tree python tanks that i'm planning to do yeah so i'm excited to do that hey because i'm like, I love the little guys, but I want to see them. I just want to walk into a room and see yeah. them. I don't want to just, like, open up a tub and go, wow, that's fantastic, and then shut it and put it back again. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I know the feeling. <laughs> we're allowed to talk about that? Oh, probably not yet. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm waiting for the green light. <laughs> uh, I've kind of gotten it, but yeah. we're yeah. just going to see, see what happens. <laughs> Well, you've got to keep Fun us and posted. Games. Fun and games, yeah. mate. But, um, well, yeah, what do you think of the chameleon geckos when he came up? Big. Yeah. I thought they were Because you'd never seen them the, before, the, have you? No, nah, not in the flesh. Yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. <clears throat> um, yeah, that was, that was, that was really cool. Um, 
very alien-like. Yes, that's the best way to describe them. Yeah. Like yeah, when alien. you said alien, when you when you were describing them to me with it in your hand, I was like, that is the best way to describe them. They aren't like another gecko, really. Like, they're just yeah. so weird. Like, they're all yeah. laterally compressed and yeah. all funny looking. Um, yeah. And the black yeah. eyes. Mm. And, the, like, you can't define a pupil. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in normal light, you probably could if you had a, a torch or something like that. But, yeah, normal light, you can't really see. Yeah. Think like that. So, fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I can get some get some more. I liked how you did those little hides for them too because, you know, obviously yeah. they go to the ground <clears throat> over daytime to hide rather than on those vertical branches. Yeah. So, do you want to just let everyone know what you do for yeah. your chameleon gecko? Yeah, i put some pictions up too. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just get two pot sauces, um, plastic ones from Bunnings, just the two dollaries or whatever they are. Cut a hole, sink, sink one down into the dirt so it's like 25 mil, 50 mil under. Fill it with sphagnum moss so it's moist. Put the other one on top so the hole's kind of facing up and then just cover it with dirt and leaves so you can't see it. So all you can see is the entrance in. But what I do is yeah. I spin the lid, the entrance in, so it faces the back of the enclosure because then yeah. obviously they feel more secure. If I come in, they can't see me, but if I need to get in there, and get them out for whatever reason. I can just lift the lid up, and they're pretty much guaranteed to always hide in there. Yeah. So if if I've had in previous enclosures, I've had like some logs and stuff on the ground, but they've never usually used them. They've always gone into those hides, and when they lay the eggs, they'll lay the eggs in those hides too. So, but what I used to do is I used to silicon dirt on it, but with these black ones because they're black, I just sit the dirt over the top because it's deep enough in, so you can't really see it. Yeah. When when you said oh, I've got to pull up the hide, I was like, he looks at you. It just looked like you're about to go digging in the dirt, basically. Yeah, like yeah, it was that much, yeah. In. yeah. But um, yeah, it's yeah, it just works. And the good thing is, is they lay the eggs, so you don't have to go digging for eggs. So you just like, every when they're gravid, I just check every day. I'll just go lift the hide up, just see if they're eggs. And because it's, there's a little bit of dirt in there as well, um, it's not like you're digging. You know, for ages trying to find them, you're ripping up plants, you whatever. They're generally like there, so you lift it up and you'll see them pretty much straight away. Oh, that's pretty interesting how they lay them in there because you'd think, mm. like, with such a big tank like what you've got there, like it's a 60 cube or something that you've got that's that one 60 in. 60 cube, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a pretty big tank. And you'd think that they'd, you know, all the other opportunities around the joint to lay it in, but that's pretty cool. Yeah. They do it in the little dish. Yeah, I think it's more of like a comfort. comfort thing kind of thing it's like oh well this is mm. pretty op- optimal conditions it's right moisture it's you know all that stuff humidity mm. um, and i just spray down the sphagnum moss every so often but it doesn't seem to dry out as off as much being in that yeah well i suppose if it's all insulated in there sort of thing it's going to well you know being plastic too it's not going to evaporate so easily yeah you know you've only got that kind of little entrance hole yeah yeah but um yeah, I it's, it's something pretty cool. I, I was thinking, when I saw that, I was like, oh, maybe I'll try something similar for my she-oak skin. Yeah, actually, that'd probably work. Yeah, just on yeah. a larger, slightly larger scale, maybe yeah. like a 120 mil pot plant, pot plant saucer. Um, yeah, that, I think like mine that. are about 100. Yeah, mine's about 120, I think, maybe. Okay. 120 mil, yeah. But um, I've got two in there. So, I mean, I've only got one in there in the moment, but... I generally get two, yeah. But I generally have two in there. That way, when I get a pair, 
they'll be, you know, yeah, have each, each their get, own away from each other. get away from each other. And <clears throat> but I find most of the time that they kind of just both use the same one sometimes. Mm-hmm. But um, the female always use the same one. He chops and changes yeah, right. between the two. But when I had yeah. my, my pairs previously, the female would always use the same one. She wouldn't change. To be, to be honest, like I even thought, like after seeing that, I was like, I should get some of like the Terry Cotter ones and do them yep. for like the Gillens and stuff like that. Yeah, to, they'd be you know, better for Gillens because they're a bit stronger and, you know, a bit yeah. like those plastic ones, I'll just, if they bump them, they'll just flip them. Whereas these, these guys yeah. here, they don't really move lightning fast. They kind of, as you saw when I put it back in the enclosure, it stayed there until <laughs> we left. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't, I won't move. You can't see me. <laughs> yeah. But um, you saw the, the other one. I tried to get out a bit of attitude, but I don't like stirring them up too much. So that's why I went the other one that was asleep. So, well, geckos break, right? So, exactly. you know, we'll avoid that where possible. Yeah. It's like if they're asleep, you can just, I just scoop them up from underneath. But if they're awake, I generally try not to touch them too much. If they're on a branch, I'll pull the branch out or something. But other than that, yeah. Yeah, I don't like to get them out too much. I think there's there's a picture on my Instagram where I've got two in my hand. But mm. if you look at the way they're sitting, it's because they were both asleep in the same hide and I just mm. scooped them both up and then they were sitting in my hand. It's an older picture. I think it's from like a few years ago when I had had pairs. But um, I should hopefully have a female coming next week. Oh, oh look out. <laughs> so, yeah. That's awesome. So fingers crossed for next season. But yeah. um, I was chatting with um, Gondwana Geckos. Oh, and, yeah. Because um, he, I think I've mentioned my hides before, but I flicked him a few pictures mm. of how I did mine. But um, I think he's got a pair now as well, so that'll be good. Um, oh, wicked. But he's also cohabbing his with some Cornutus. Yeah, you sent me that. I actually thought that was really cool. So I've always wanted to do it. Like I think I've spoken about it before. I've yeah. always wanted to do it, and then I saw him do it, and I just messed him. So I like, you know, have you had any issues? But he's like, nah, seems seems to be pretty good. So, <clears throat> but um, you know, I'm keen to give that a whirl soon once I get some new enclosures up and running, larger enclosures, obviously. Uh, yeah, even like it'd be cool to be able to do the prickly forest skinks in with them as well, but you'd just be worried about them kind of dominating the ground space where the yeah, calves think, are hiding out. Yeah, I think they'd piss them off a bit too much, to be honest. But, yeah. Um, I mean, I know they're probably – I think they're from the same area, but um, it's obviously they've got a lot more space. But yeah, all day, those things running around and hiding, they'd probably use the same hides and everything else. They'd probably piss them off. But Yeah. Well, I imagine if you did, like, let's just – I'm just spitballing here. This is all hypothesis, of course. But, like, imagine you did, like um, – 120 by 120 by 60 centimetre tank and you yeah. had like all your vertical branches and stuff for your corns, cornotus and stuff to hide on and some nice thin spindly branches for the calves to be able to hunt on. And then you did like your your pot, your pot saucer trick, but you did yeah. like f- 15 of them. Yeah, a bunch under there, yeah. Yeah, just stacks. So then there was just like all these crazy opportunities to hide for anybody in the tank. Yeah. You know. Then you might be able to get away with it, but then you're also talking a massive enclosure for for some very tiny animals. But it'd be it'd be wicked though, and I reckon it would be yeah. possible. Oh, 100 percent, yeah, yeah. 
I've always thought of it, so who knows? Obviously, I've got a big sink in the corner that takes up a shite load of space that you saw. Yeah, that's like four foot there. Yeah, because it's basically a four foot enclosure in that corner. But I've I've got some ideas for that. Yeah, you've reserved that for some thoughts. Yeah, so um, because it's dead space, I'd like to do that enclosure like a 1200, but it's only got like a 600 door and the other bit would just be like <clears throat> in the corner, so I'm not wasting space. Yeah. Almost like a corner cupboard. But um Yeah, it's it's one of those things that crossed my mind about the corner that I got here that's in between the monitors. You know, I've kind of got a six hundred by six hundred yeah. footprint corner that's a bit dead, but um oh, I've got a lot of power cables and stuff to everything in there, so whilst yeah. it's dead it's being used. Yeah, well I'll have that next to the other enclosures, but I'm go- I'm going to put a big water tank there and just run my mm. Miss King off it. Miss King, I'll probably get another one eventually. I think Miss King's off it. So, do I tell you that my new, my new Miss King timer shut itself? Yeah, what's yeah? What well, just doesn't turn on or the timer itself turns on, but for whatever reason, it doesn't give power to the pump. So you, you know when you do like your manual override on it or whatever to to yeah, turn manually it on. missed just doesn't work. Yeah, right. So it's no power going to the pump. So anyway, I ripped it out and hooked it up to a grid connect timer. And because it's in this room anyway, I'm not really spraying these animals very regularly. I've just yeah. left it off, but then yeah. I can just go onto my phone and just manually turn it on for however long I want to do it yeah. for. Yeah. At least it saves me walking around to each enclosure and, you know, hand pump and misting everything by hand. So Yeah, exactly. But it's kind of handy. And I've got mine on a timer, so it comes on like – two times a week for a minute. Yeah. But I've got a shut-off valve for the smaller enclosures. So I don't so you can turn use them, them all the time. Yeah, yeah, because I like to have it on for the boys for a longer time. Um, yeah. But that's why I'm thinking of having another misking because um, I'll have some bigger one. enclosures. Yeah, one for the small stuff, one for the big stuff. Actually, in saying that, with what I want to do, everything will kind of almost be the same size. So, yeah, I mean, I'm with the big things, you could just use more nozzles. <clears throat> more nozzles, yeah. I'd probably still double up the nozzles in the other one anyway. Have two in it. Mm. Um, in the in the, the smaller tanks, you're talking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh no, maybe not. No, I probably wouldn't. I'd probably just have one I of those would. ones. Yeah, because yeah. I want to do – I've got an idea of what I want to do for something else in there anyway. So, um, But the big ones I'll double up. So, except one I won't. I'll probably just have maybe one nozzle in it. Yeah, it's – um. I love getting ideas from other people, hey. Do you gave like me I the just... idea for something or did I come up – or you kind of actually – you did it and then it gave me the idea to do something. Have we spoken about do. something here before? <clears throat> Are no, you able to speak actually. about it? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I don't remember. I'm just, it's the um, for my background. You made that drip oh, system with the, for the frogs, and I'm going to do yep. it like a drip system um, for all the leaf tail enclosures. Down yeah, that's right. You were going to do it down the crevices. Down the crevices and yep. um, try and get ferns to grow out of the crevice like you see in the bush. Mm. So... Um, I've actually got some native ferns coming down 
as well. Oh, wicked. So I'm going to try and propagate some fermenters for myself and just acclimatize them to my air and then basically make it look like, you know, you always see ferns growing out of the cracks in, in rocks. Basically, I'm going to try and yep. do that. So, But to keep the moisture up, obviously, that some of the ferns require and it not being a deep enough crack mm. to always stay wet. And that's why I thought if I run like a little drip system down it and just have it on a timer, come on, that's- keep the soil moist and the plants will grow out. And then I'm not overwatering the whole enclosure. Yeah. You know, it's just enough to keep the soil moist. Like I wouldn't need to run it long just to, to get those little crevices um, wet, but but yeah, so. yeah. I think I'd like to do something similar in that Boyd's tank. Yep. Because you, you know, because right, you've got the big one there. in the back. <clears throat> yeah, I just yeah. I'd forget to to wet it down or whatever, and then everything just dries yeah. out and dies in there. So I'd like to do something similar to that. And I don't know if I'd run the cord the whole way down. I'd probably no, go I'd like just... half halfway. Yeah. And and like block it off, and then do like little holes along the holes. Little in little it. That's what I was going to do. Yeah, and then just hope that it seeps around the bottom kind of corner. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to play around with that. Yeah, but that's that's pretty much what I'm thinking. So. Yeah, that'll be I wanna, Yeah, I want to try and use native plants in the enclosures. Like, I, I, obviously, with the different leaf tails coming from different areas, it'd be a bit hard to have those exact species, but at least at native ferns, native Australian ones, um, mm. and that kind of thing, which I think we spoke about previously but um yeah i've it looked it, it was looked cool to, when it's done so it was cool to see your little like uh moss box that you got on top of your yeah. calf tank and like how you've started to germinate a few ferns and stuff in that yeah that and was that was a fluke too those those um ferns germinating out of that because i've just taken that moss off my rainwater pot where it yeah. goes into my rainwater tank and um, just chuck chucked it in there, and I've got another little patch that just always grows moss. And um, yeah. yeah, it started, um, yeah, growing fern out of it. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I don't know what fern it is yet, so it's only just kind of started to get. I don't know what stage they call it, but um, yeah, it's it starts off and it looks. It. Yeah, it's got a couple of little leaves coming off it. They're turning into leaves now, but you can see the stem and everything else. So hmm. it'd be pretty cool to see what it turns into. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to getting into some more uh, rainforesty stuff for a bit, just to kind of take me away from the, the arid gear. The arid being stuff. Able to, well, my yeah, whole like room's I'm, just pretty much going to be a rainforest, except for one enclosure. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, I've pretty much only got the greens and the boids, really, that are rainforesty, and they're all going into the lounge room. Oh, yeah. Well, your rainforest frog. is going to be a bit of a lounge. Yeah, your frog too. <laughs> Still trying to track down a white-lit tree frog, if anyone knows of any, too, so let me know. Yeah. Bloody Kai got to me. Kai, Kai Amy, <laughs> and Cindy and Marie. It was like a team effort. Not that it was, you know, not that they were trying, but when I saw Kai's magnificent tree frog, I was just like, oh, I need to get myself one of these. And Yeah. Frogs yeah, are cool. Came man. home from the expo with one. Oh, I love frogs. I think that I think I was missing them to be honest. Once I yeah. sent them all away, like once I gave you those last ones, I was like, oh, I actually missed the little buggers. Yeah, I do like frogs. I love those little filler crawl. I knew you would. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, they were my <clears throat> favorite. That's why they were the last to go. 
yeah. But, yeah, the red eyes are cool and so the parents, but I've got a bunch of them around here, so they don't, like... Not doing it for you anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're cool, but, yeah, they're not the same. I'd love a big white lip, though, I think, so... That's one of the things. If you've never kept kept them before, you don't really know until you kind of keep them, so... Oh, 100%. I I still go through that trial and error with stuff where I just go, oh, no, this isn't for me, you know? You got to do it. I, I think 100%. you have to. It's, it's a natural progression of keeping animals, and then eventually you find where you kind of sink into and go, "Right, this is me." At least well, I've bulk of it. Yeah, well, I've pretty much found my bulk of what I want. But yeah, um, oh, that's good fun. And you hoard Gillens, so you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm getting some more. Oh, <laughs> some- <laughs> what? I don't know. More. Did I tell you this? Yeah. I'm getting more. Maybe. Well, I don't, yeah. I'm trading. Ah, so okay. I'm, trad- yeah. I'm trading Gillens for Gillens so I can diversify my blood. So, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be hard to see the little buggers go, but, um, yes, yeah, so I should be getting some some more next Sunday. We're going to plan. Yeah. So, nice. And then I should in theory have like four different groups of blood. Oh, that's or, awesome. Yeah. What, when I say that, there's like one lone individual that is his own bloodline that I got from Kurt. Um, but, yeah, no, yeah. It'll, it'll just put a bit of variety into the mix and make sure there's no weird stuff happening. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, it's always good to do. And then I'll be back up to 12. Yep. 12. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I need, yeah, I'd love to. Um, I loved, I would love to do that with leaf tails. I'd love to have like two different trios that unrelated, mm. but I don't have the space to do that, unfortunately. Even if so, you – can you do two pairs? Yeah. It's almost the same space. Mm. Like two pairs would be so. Yeah, it's still that extra enclosure. Because yeah. <clears throat> if I kept keep them together, yeah, you don't know right. who's doing what with who. So you know. Yeah. Like I know, Pretty I know true. which girl laid the eggs, but I wouldn't know which male did the deed. So you could have, you know, you could have two females in there, two males, but I wouldn't know which one was which because the, the males don't seem to f- f- fight with each other. Leaf tails. Yeah, right. Um, I, I haven't. I don't think I ever housed two males together. Yeah, I have previously, but I mean, I'd prefer not to, obviously, just in case. But mm. I've never, never noticed it. But, but yeah, I'd love to have yeah two separate trios or two separate pairs of each. But I just don't have the space for that. Yeah, uh, one day something to aspire to. Yeah, one day. Yeah, hopefully, I'll take over the other side of the shed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, clear all the crap out of there but I've got a lot going on here at the moment anyway so as you saw yards half dug up bloody oh house renos everywhere yep yeah so uh, got to finish a bunch of that off too so it's good though I'm on the coast now working so <clears throat> get more time in the day stuff. mate yeah get to play with my kids come down here with the kids 
just good. Yeah. That's the good stuff, man. Like it's a work life balance, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. That's why I took the job. It's a bit of a pay cut, but you know, not driving four yeah. hours out in my, in my own time every day. Yeah, like exactly. the morning like driving in the morning for... doesn't bother me. Like I don't mind if I drive. Like if it takes getting up early and going to work doesn't bother me, but it's the drive mm. home I absolutely despise it. Yeah, but my podcast listening time has gone dramatically downhill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <So>. mine's up. <laughs> Traffic's been crap. <laughs> Took yeah, me an hour right. and a half to get to work the other day. I think I, I listened crazy. to like a full carpus and coffee or something on the way to work. Yeah. yeah. So I can't really listen to it at work now too because I always used to. I have my earphone in at work, mm. but I'd also have it in because if someone rang me. Instead of pulling my phone in my pocket, I could see who it was on my watch and just answer the phone. Yeah, <clears throat> and obviously just listen to the podcast. But what I'm doing now is you can't, I can't really have it in your ear. So, um, but oh well. well, what are you going to do? You can't change that. No, no. I still manage to listen to the most of the ones I do. Like I'll sit down at night time and just listen to something, or if I'm down here, I'll chuck it on the computer and with the speakers and. Until my yeah. son wants to come down here and do something, have something planned yeah. instead of the podcast. So, <laughs> as you saw, if you try and do something and they want it, they it's, it can be a oh, bit of a <laughs> Yeah, like when they're up the top screaming out for me when we yeah. were down here having a beer. <laughs> <clears throat> no, well, things to look forward to. I guess. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. But um, yeah, I just need to track down some Swainy now. I almost bought you some Moritz at that expo, but it was from the same guy that I got the Moritz you've already got off. So I was like, oh, yeah. I don't think he's going to want extras on those. So. Yeah. Well, it's probably, yeah. Well, I've got, you got one off me, which I've got back. Mm. And then there's I got another a pair of that, that you got. That, yeah. Yeah. They which turned that, out to be a pair, door. didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty good, but... So at least then, <clears throat> like they were probably a clutch pair, but at least I've got two unrelated. Um, well, you've got a female and a male that are unrelated. Yeah, and just a spare male. But, um, but yeah, I just need to track down some Swainy and a female Celebrosis. But That's pretty good. Like you've been, well, I mean, granted you had a hell of a lot of geckos just sitting here waiting for the moment for this to happen. But yeah, right. even still, you, you have been able to track down a few odds and ends that you needed to just kind of round it out. Yeah, well, a lot of them come from people that I'd move stuff onto and that kind of thing. Mm. But, um, yeah, yeah, it was... It's just, bloody good when that happens, though, hey, when you when you do move things onto people and then you do keep in contact with them. I love yeah. it. Like, I got a message from the guy that took uh, my olive python from me the other day. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, I know I haven't sent you anything, but, you know, here he is cruising around his enclosure. And he's in. he was in like a, I think it was five foot long by three foot deep by eight foot tall. And he's just like climbing up this tree. Like he's just. That's unreal. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite a big enclosure. And I was like, man, like he wasn't a massive snake. Like he would have been, I don't know, six foot or so. Yeah. But, you know, he looked tiny in this thing. It was awesome. Yeah. No, he looked happy not- as. So, but it was cool to kind of just get that back and get that feedback. And he's like, yeah, yeah he's just, he's loving life. He's an awesome snake. So, that's awesome. 
I sent him back a message. I was like, that looks fantastic. If you ever decide to sell him, please let me know. Like, <laughs> Yeah. He's one of those animals that was so hard to get rid of. Yeah, that was the same with me when I decided to part ways. I honestly didn't think I'd ever get back into it again. Like, Well, that's the way you were getting out. That was where you were going. Yeah. You weren't well, I coming I everything. No. And, yeah, um, I still, I still kept, I still had a bunch of exoterras. Not like that. I kept them because I wanted, was hoping, but I just, I put an ad up and they never sold, and then I forgot about them because they're in the shed. But kind of worked out good because I've got all the young, young stuff in there now. Hatchy yeah. boys, I hatched some more boys out the other day too. So you sold a couple and hatched a couple. Sold a couple, hatched some out the same day. Yeah, so, it was good. Good rollover. Yeah. I'm enjoying the boids. They're good animals. Like yeah. I'm enjoying having mine in my nice lounge room. Yeah, that's right, because you moved them into your lounge room now, didn't you? Painted the enclosure white and... Yeah. Did all that. Yep, they've become part of the, the furniture. The, essentially, the green tree pythons are going to sit on top of their enclosure. Uh, your um, lounge room's going to look like a jungle. <clears throat> it sure will. With a yeah. big reef tank in the middle of it. Yeah. Tropical Queensland jungle. Yeah. With the yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much <laughs> like Dane Tree to Reef. Yeah. You know, the Great Great Barrier all in one room. So yeah, I never thought cro- of that. Some crocs, mate. <laughs> I could probably put a small salty in my tank. <laughs> oh, I love crocs. I love them too. It was cool seeing some when we were up north. We didn't get yeah. get to see heaps of them, but we saw a couple. Yeah. That was bad. Good fun. Yeah, now your land room's going to be, um, yeah, because you've got quite a few plants through there as well. I want to chuck more plants in the yeah. house. Like you, we've got a few on the deck, but we've got a few more renos happening and stuff, so i have got to try and finish all that stuff. I, that, I mean, the reno's going to take a while because we've just changed what we want to do again. So... <laughs> We're still it's doing like the outside, that. the side bit. That'll be, that's the the main thing. But then the inside stuff we've changed again, so mm. which would be good. Give us a bit more space and give me an actual bigger bookshelf too. I squeezed an awesome bookshelf into the. Did I show you I was going to put the bookshelf? No. You know when what you come into my house and there's the yeah. dining table. So that yes. dining table is going to actually go over the opposite corner where the lounges are. Right. Okay. Yep. And we're going to build another um, lounge room. Like outside, like, like off the back where the where the deck is, that's going to be the new yep. lounge room, but bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, so where that table is, that whole wall is going to be a bookshelf. Oh, that'll be awesome! So it'll basically be three of three of the my ones long, but the bottom won't be. It'll just be from like they'll be cupboards. Yeah, and then it'll just be from basically the cupboards up to the ceiling. I'm going to go full height yeah. all the way to the ceiling. And then, but in saying that, there's going to be a space in the middle for an, a big planted vivarium in the in, in the middle inside. What are the plans for that? <clears throat> That's going to be hopefully for the white-lipped, white-lipped tree. Oh, that'll be mad. In the so, house. Yeah. It'll either be there or it'll be out in the lounge room, one of the two. But we'll have a, a door that we can shut on that lounge room. What are you planning to do that vivarium out of? Are you, are you going to do like a PVC tank or are you just going to do like a big exoterra or something? I'm not sure, hey. I'm not sure. Um, 
Yeah, I haven't thought about that yet. Uh, maybe just a big Exoterra, I think, just because yeah. it's inside. The Exoterras do look pretty neat, like in yeah. the house. Um, but yeah, I think maybe a 90-90-45. Yeah. One of those One of big bad boys. boys. Yeah, and I just yeah. basically plant her up. But obviously, those things will thrash plants as well. So I've got to try and pick yeah. some plants that'll bit hardy and that kind of thing so i'm um i'm gearing up to basically put my my mag into a, a tank that's going to last him for a little while um it's already in a, a 90 tall by 45 wide by 45 wide yeah um but i want to do i've got another one of those tanks that i'm just going to silicon some uni rock into the back wall of it mm-hmm. and kind of do it similar to like what i did with the filler crow where it's a little bit of a sandy base but with water in the bottom of it yeah. Um, I think I'm just going to do that for him just because I find it's pretty easy to keep clean and, yeah. and all the rest of it. But it's also awesome for plants that, you know, they can stick their roots into that water and just soak up yeah. all that and take up the nutrient and that. And I'll just do like ficus pamilla and pothos and just real simple stuff, but stuff yeah. that hopefully you won't trash too bad or if he does, it grows back pretty easily. Yeah. Well, that's like like the other two I've done here behind me with the mm. red eyes and the parents. But you, the, the, all the mosses started growing on the dirt. Yep. So yeah, it spreads up. Pretty cool. And it yeah. like wicks itself up pretty much. Yeah. but um, And the sphagnum moss is coming back to life. Yeah. Which yeah. is pretty cool. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's some um, of these two enclosures are going though. So, um, yeah. But it makes more space for me. Yeah. Well, you got to put your leafies in in big cages, and you've got that all planned out. So, yeah, it's like because I was gonna go, I was gonna try and go three enclosures high, but mm. because of the ceiling, I couldn't fit a decent size enclosure um, with the rack. I could if yeah. I just if it was like one, what do you call it? One um, if I didn't. Bay. So one bay pretty much. I could have probably just squeezed it, but then I couldn't access any of I'd have to have lights inside and all that kind of stuff. I don't want any of that inside. I just want to have the misting nozzle inside and the lights on mesh yeah. and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> and still be able yeah. to access the top. So then I just decided to go bigger enclosures and just mm. go two. Yep. Which obviously, yeah. But it does give me as many enclosures, but it gives me bigger enclosures, which I probably prefer anyway. Well, at the end of the day, if you're giving the animal a bit more room to roam, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm looking forward to to seeing it. I um, Yeah, I can kind of really, after being up there, I think I can envision it a lot better. Yeah. To, to know what you're going to do. And that's yeah. it's got me all jazzed up because I'm, I'm excited to see it happen. It'll probably take a while to do, but once that wall's done, it'll look sick. So. Mm. Um. They do a little well, fridge down here with a kegerator in it, so I can just sit down oh, that'd here be wicked. when the kids go to bed. Because everyone goes to bed pretty early. Like my both the kids are in bed now, and because I'm working on the coast now, I stay up later. So I'm not going mm. to bed till like ten thirty now. So, um, so it's good. <laughs> so I just come down here, like because we've got a, a camera in the house. Yeah. Um, so I can see, like, I can turn that on, and I can hear the kids if they wake up. So I can just race up there and get my son back to sleep. So is my wife doing it because she's with getting my daughter to sleep. So, yeah. Yeah, keep her happy. Yeah. Happy wife, happy life. Worth one. 
Yep, I was definitely no truer saying than that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, speaking oh, of cameras, yeah. can you can you see my little camera up there? Yes, your grid connect one. Yeah, I've got it. Like I found like this, just like cheap L bracket. Yeah. Um, and I've kind of just mounted it like off the rack a little bit, hmm. so I can <clears throat> I can get like a. I'd say it would be close to like 270-degree view of the room. You could almost do 360, really, but you'd just be too close to those first few enclosures, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the downside. So I think I need to do like another little one next to me just off the side of these enclosures, Yeah, just facing that way. Um, it's a shame. Um, oh, no, it wouldn't work. Oh, no, it would work. I was going to say you could hang it from the ceiling, but you've got a fan. <laughs> Stick it to the bottom of your fan, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, I think with little cameras, they like the video quality is not like amazing, but you know, for what you it's need, not like, half it's, bad. No, it's it's pretty. Like I where mine's on the desk next to the computer, and I can see the enclosures here, and you can actually yeah. not eye shine. Like I can see where everything is. Of an yeah. like I, I love being it. able to do that because I struggle to find these frogs half the time. These little filicrawa. I can find two of them always, but of a night time I can find all four. Yeah. But, yeah, during the day I can't, but obviously at night time if you turn that camera on, you can see where every single gecko is because you can see the eye shine from yeah. the infrared from the camera, which is pretty cool. But oh, Nothing beats the time that I got movement detected and there was a little green tree python hatched out sitting on a branch in front of that camera. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I'll turn my movement detection off. I should turn it back on, actually. But um, yeah, I've turned it off good. now, too. But, yeah, that was uh, – I got sick of me walking in and out and getting notified all the time. <laughs> How funny is the little voice it does? <laughs> camera connected. You know, yeah, like the little, camera that connected. Went, yeah. No, they're good, good, good little value for money there, that's for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm definitely going to chuck another one on the side, over on this side, I reckon. But – um. Yeah. I've got my spider in a new big house. Did I tell you that? That's why I always forget you've got a spider, hey? Yeah. yeah. It's on the desk now. My wife was working here all day yesterday. And I was like, oh, what do you reckon my new spider tank? And she's like, that's what's in there? <laughs> she still doesn't like the idea of me having a spider in here, yet alone a big tarantula on the desk next to her while she's working. That's funny. My, um, my son loves spiders. I, I, I'm half tempted to just get one. Um, mm. But I want to wait till he's a bit older because I don't want him to think he could just grab like a like same with snakes. Yeah, he's just a bit young to say no, you can't touch that. But he's starting to get a bit better with snakes. Like I always say, you know, if you see a snake, what do you do? He goes tell daddy. But he, out of nowhere, he's like tell daddy so you can kill it. I'm like, no, mate, I'm not going to kill it. Like, where did this come <laughs> from? Yeah, maybe that's another kid's influence at school or something. I, th- or a I think or that's where it's come from. I think it's come from school. Like, not. Yeah. I think it might have come from. Maybe the teachers or something, but I'm like, no, mate, daddy will make it, you know, get rid of it so it's safe. But always tell me if you see a snake. Mm. So, still bangs on about green tree pythons, which is good. So, I think he <laughs> did, did a good job on his, did a good job on his mother. So, <laughs> oh, I've got to get it across the line yet. But yeah, yeah no, pretty, it'll be good pretty, if that happens. Pretty well there. It's just the, she just doesn't like the, the mice and rats that you got to feed snakes. She's, Absolutely, she hates rats. Like hates rats. Mm. Likes native like mice and stuff like that. But rats, she like the thought of it. She just hates. Mm. So like, 
if I was to feed down here, she wouldn't come down here. She'd be like, it's disgusting. There's like rat juice everywhere because you know, like, I defrost them in water. She's like, that water's disgusting. Like, yeah. But, you know, it's her thing. She doesn't like rats and cockroaches. Yeah. So. Each their own right. Everyone's got their thing they don't like. Yeah. So I was like, what if I feed just quail? She's like, oh, maybe. Maybe you can, yeah. Just wouldn't tell her <laughs> I fed rats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. But you'd, yeah. I reckon you'd be right just to hide them. You could probably hide them in the freezer and she'd never even find them. Just hide them in the back no. of the freezer or something. Yeah, in a container. Not in our freezer. I'd have to do it in the little bar fridge. But in saying that, I want to put a little bar fridge next to me right here. So the freezer in. Oh, that'd be go. perfect, man. Yeah. Nice cold beer yeah. in the podcast. Yeah. So I can slap can rat stickers school. on it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that'd be bad. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I need to get more stickers. I've got a whole bunch of stickers here. If anyone wants some stickers from me and has stickers, shoot me a message. We can trade. Trades happen. Yeah. So, I need to get some made up still. I just need to pay for all these backgrounds to get done. It's costing me a fortune. That's right. Yeah. How are you going? You've got some new ones lined up. <clears throat> yeah. I've a bit of a schmuzzle with that, actually. But, um, I had given. Uh, the guy, all the dimensions and all the images for all the exoterras in this room. So that's another, I don't know, eight tanks because one of them's got three wall background on it. Um, and apparently I sent him really crappy quality images. I didn't yeah. realize at the time, but they were very low res. So I had to go back through a whole bunch of SD cards and stuff and find images that were better quality and, yeah, you know, going back to... Images from 2001, 2019 from other NT trips and stuff like that. And yeah, anyway, I ended up spending this afternoon after I got home from work early, a couple of hours just finding images and resending them off. But hopefully, he should get those all printed out this week for me to to slap on these exoterras on the outside of them. Yeah, but he's um he's doing two coats of laminate on these ones as well. So mm-hmm. he essentially prints it on clear, then laminates it in white. So then any of the white colours in the image stay oh, light. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's doing a black laminate over the top of that. So then when they're on the outside of the tank, you see black. Yeah, okay. So then it's like, because otherwise, you know, when you get that gap in between a couple of exoterras, yeah, you don't want that to see. be white. Yeah. Stuck white in there and you'd see any dust or anything like that in there. Yeah. So at least by him doing those extra, like that's why it's costing me a bit more is because it's like double laminated, but... Yeah. It'll be worth it long term. Yeah, especially, you know, if, you, if you're not going to change your room around too much more and you you have those all set up, it'd look, look good. Look, even if I did change the room around, I'd end up going and storing those tanks somewhere. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd go and store them at my in-laws or something because it's mm. like I, that's an investment. I'll use them again down the line. So, yeah, you know, it's one of those things that I just want this room to be my little hidey hole, much like your little shed is down there. So then you've yeah. got your little escape from from everything. Dad. And, um, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, Danny was in here the other day. She's like, how are you going to keep all these lizards secure in here? And I was like, easy, I'll put a baby gate at the door. <laughs> yeah. Until they get to the edge and they can climb it. The, the exoterra locks are pretty tricky for some kids to undo. Like my, you saw my daughter with the exoterra. Yeah. She can't do the lock, but she loves swinging the door, which is... Yeah. 
I was like, watch this. There'll be, tantrum. That. Yeah, there'll be a tantrum when I shut this door and lock it. <laughs> sure enough. <laughs> Proper tears. Um, she loves those frogs though too. Frogs and yeah. um, she loves everything really. She's not too – the boys scare a bit because they're a bit bigger. But um, uh, as soon as you opened up those frog tanks, she like pretty much stuck her hand and her, her head in there and just checking yeah. them out. Yeah, to almost stop her from grabbing them. Yeah, I was like, don't grab <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, the 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 locks are a bit tricky for an undo. My son could probably if I showed my son how to undo them, he'd undo them. But you can get those little locks for them. Yeah, yeah, but they can still open a jar. So if you've got certain animals, they can still get out. Like. Mm. If yeah, I've pulled it to a degree, but you can also use, um, you know, those old like bread ties, mm. just them, and then just twist them. Twist ties, it's like yeah. an extra extra layer. Those twist ties, but um, you can get those um releasable cable ties as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that you might could even be half well. decent. Yeah, I don't know if they'd fit through there. You'd have to find the right size one, but that's an idea. Mm. Yeah. Might just but, like yeah, need just like a little good. tool or something to release them. Yeah. Even a oh, probably a bit no, it'd be a bit hard. I was gonna say like a split pin or something, but then you got to bend the split pin every time you want to do the enclosure. Yeah. Yeah. Just lock the door, Spe- mate. You'll be right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then there'll just be this bang, bang, bang on the door yeah. all the time when the kid wanting to come in. No, I, I'm looking forward to, to spending a lot of time in here with my kid. To be like, quite frank, yeah, that's why I just, and just stuff finished so I can just enjoy, enjoy it. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was in here the other day enjoying a whole bunch of stuff, just you know, playing around with animals. And uh, I was actually filming a video and I had the door closed behind me, like I do now. Mm. And I, was, I looked down, I don't know how I missed it. And there's a lizard asleep on the ground, oh, like I a skin, or one skin. of yours. <laughs> one of mine. What are you guess living which in one? Oh, I guess which lizard? Asleep. Let's put it this way. Yeah. It was night time, so it was asleep on the ground. Take a stab. So it's got to be, uh, I don't know, your frill neck or something like that? No. If I, left his, if I left his enclosure open, he'd still be sitting there on the branch. The derpy bugger. Like Gillen's or one of your monitors or something? Yeah, my Kimbo. That was going to be my next guess. Yeah. Oh, like tucked away, just in the middle of the floor. Uh, just like underneath where I stole my ladder, just like behind the door. She'd essentially just gone behind the door and fallen asleep. And I like grabbed her and I was like, oh, God, like something's going to be wrong. And she just woke up and was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> but I must have just like left the door like a few mil, a jar, yeah. I reckon. And she's just got her head in and wedged it. Yeah, so, opened it. Yeah, I went back and looked on the camera, and yeah, she sure enough, she sat there for ages, working at it, just like she must have just been able to get just a snout in, and it just. But when the door was freedom, this, is the, this was the amazing thing, right? Like scary stuff. Yes, like, like I do not want that to happen again. But mm. the most amazing part was the door when I found it would have only been ten mil open. So she squeezed out, like through a ten mil gap. Like she flattened herself that's to get through crazy. that thing. Yeah, wow. I mean they, that's what they're made for, right? They're made for yeah. shimming through those sort Flattening of tight spaces. Yeah, yeah. 
That's crazy. But, lucky you found it though. I suppose your house is pretty. Oh, pretty. My, my house is tight. My house is pretty tight. Um, I, it made me second guess putting like one of those little sweeper things on the front door. Yeah, you know how you you just get those little kind of like draft stoppers or whatever you want yeah. to call. Um, so I'm thinking about doing that just to try to because that's like if if it was going to go out anywhere, that would be it. Yeah. Um. You can put little yeah. chocks in your doors so they can't push them open. Or yeah, I've got one little doorstop chocks. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have an yeah, SD card a- in your camera? Yeah. Yeah. It just was like a loop or something like that, though. So. Yeah. But that's that's where I went back on her and I just see this little shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. That's funny. <laughs> she worked it for ages, hey. Like she honestly would have worked it for like I reckon over half hour. Determined little bugger. It's a heavy piece of glass. I'm surprised she could actually open it. Yeah, was it? It's like 900 high by. Yeah, the 900 is 600. Yeah. yeah. Four and a half mil glass. Yeah. Oh, lucky you there. That's lucky you saw it, eh? I can't believe it. Like it yeah. could have been hiding under anything in here. It could have been under the Exoterra rack. It could have been absolutely anywhere. Yeah. But yeah. <clears throat> See, I plan on putting yeah. my racks on wheels too. So having those two larger enclosures gives me a bit of space to tuck some wheels under the rack. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely a good call if you're going to do that. I, I'd say yeah. that, you know. I think it's good to have them up a little bit higher and then, yeah, as you say, you could have storage underneath. You could be... You could have like little moss tubs or something growing underneath yeah. if you wanted it. You know, something easy you can move. Your yeah. bugs, you could probably do your bugs down low. Yeah, that's probably what I'll do. Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean feeder bugs or like feeder bugs? Tiles. Yeah. Po- oh, I probably wouldn't have enough room to do a cricket tub. Um, or even still, then you could do springtails and you could do some cultures for like your wood lice or something like that. Yeah, but I'll I'll, I'll use it for like when I get eggs as well. I'll put all the eggs underneath as well. Because that's the coolest area. I don't have to worry about heat spikes. Um, and mm. what I'll do is I'll just keep species under under species. So I know. Mm. It's, I mean, not it's, I can tell what's what, but you know, just makes it easier. Yeah, it's just about efficiency in that sense. Yeah, you can just get bang straight down. Good to go. Yeah. But um, yeah, just keen to get things finished. I mean, it'll yeah. take a while because I've still got to build backgrounds and do all that crap. So we get the enclosures and everything, but um, but yeah, yep. Plug it away, mate. Plug it away. Yeah. Do you know what was really cool that I did recently? Actually, is I lit up my nocturnal animals with some yeah, different I was coloured LEDs. Gonna say that, yeah. I, I'm really enjoying this. I got this idea from um from Kai and Amy when I stayed down with them, but they got like essentially like these little. Two little shop puck lights that change different colours, and they're they're yep. just like a little tiny LED that you kind of can sit on top of your. Or usually they kind of go to the bottom of your or the, the underside of a cabinet on your kitchen bench, and um, just for lighting that up. Yeah, I've just got them all above these nocturnal animals that I've got now, and I can light them up blue or red or whatever it might want to be. Um, but yeah. It's kind of cool because you don't disturb the animals and you've got a little bit of light that you can come in here in the pitch darkness and, and actually yeah. see them go about their business, which is pretty mad. Exactly. And, I mean, like people say that the lights will bother the nocturnal animals and stuff, but you, they're not on 24-7. They're only on when you're in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And, you know, like that it might only be for 
an hour that I'm hanging out in here, you know, once yeah. every few days or something like that. And it's better than my phone torch or a headlamp or yeah, that's right. the room light. So I noticed, like I think I've spoken about it maybe once or twice before, but the chameleon geckos, they freeze when you're in here. They won't move, except for I've got mm. the other ones, the, the aggro one that you saw. Mm. That one will move when I'm in here, it will eat, but yep. this one in the one behind me won't. But if I use a red headlamp, it goes about normal business. Turn the light off, headlamp on, it'll just continue. So I know yeah, I can see that I could probably see the light, but its pupils don't dilate. They still stay <clears throat> stay small. Not as small as they would if it was dark, but mm. you know, they're not like it's daylight or anything like that. But um yeah, they still I still get to watch them that way, which is pretty cool. That's man. So. Yeah. I I think it's just it's a good way to kind of just offset it a little bit so you actually do get that natural interaction and it means you don't feel so bad. Mm watching them, you know, yeah. like, you, like you're ruining their night. Yeah. Like it's bad enough when I come in here of a podcast evening and i got the little desk lamp on. But well, I've got all my lights on, so, you know, like I've got four bloody yeah. down lights on. But. Well, so, sometimes I do too, but, you know, I like being able to have that option just to chuck a little light on and yeah. not bother them so bad. a little desk lamp or something like that and do the same thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I want to do the same. Put some coloured lights in all my enclosures as well just so I can come in here and go about my business and just watch them interact. Because, yeah, you turn I'd that like light on, they definitely stop. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to do something that wasn't battery-operated. So if I did it again, I'd try to find some sort of LED that wasn't battery-operated, like, you know, like your LED strip. But the only other idea that I came up with is, like, one of those colour-changing strips. That, but then you just end up with so much extra bleed light from, yeah, you know, running the whole right. rack. And they're so bright too. Yeah. So that's the other thing. This one, you can actually dial them up and down so you can actually, like, dim them a fair bit. Yeah, okay. I don't know if you can yeah. see that. Yeah, there, I just but... saw it go down then. Yeah, that's the only problem with the strip light is if you run the strip the whole way, you're going to have it like that's just a little spotlight. So that's actually good. Yeah. Um, yeah. You could, yeah. It's only kind of like maybe like 40 mil of light across. Yeah. Yeah, it's, not, it's almost like a, a small downlight pretty much. So. Yeah. yeah very minimal. But, no, it's pretty cool. I liked it. I went and found a listing on eBay where I got uh, six lights for 16 bucks. I think yeah. it was, including postage. So I ordered 12 of them. And as per standard cheap things on eBay, four of the lights were broken. <laughs> so they <laughs> refunded me for those. So oh, that's, all right. that's all right. I got what I needed. That was the yeah. main thing. I got yeah. a few extras. So, yeah. But I'll probably end up doing it above like the greens and stuff like that in the lounge room as well. Just to. Yeah. Bit of light, poke around so with them can, a bit, yeah, yeah. No, that's the thing, like, you have these animals, you kind of want to enjoy them, you know, like, yeah, well, that's the idea, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. For that's why I want to get everything finished and just enjoy it, and then hopefully yeah. get babies out, and then, yeah, yes, babies out. Start making me sweat when I think about getting babies out at the moment because I'm calling human babies. Six weeks, mate. Yeah, no more for me. I'm thinking about going and getting the snips. I don't have to have any more. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad idea. 
Yeah. I've, uh, I promised anyone. We'll see how this goes for a bit before we decide whether we're having it anymore. Otherwise, I might get that done too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a proven breeder now, so. I'm 90% there. 90%, yeah. You're in incubation period at the moment, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well, why, don't, why don't we leave it on that one, eh? <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Otherwise, we'll just keep waffling on about weird stuff. Alrighty, guys. Well, thanks so much for joining us. We'd like to say a massive thank you to Eric and Owen and the rest of the MPI crew for having us. If you'd like to contact them, it's best to find them at MoreliaPythonRadio.com and email that at them at info at MoreliaPythonRadio.com. Make sure to follow the NPR network on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. I know they've been making a massive push on Instagram lately as well, so yeah, go and join up over on there because it seems to be a platform of choice for them at the moment. Uh, as far as contacting us on our social media platforms, you can email us at australianhaptoculture at gmail.com and you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as well. Uh, make sure to go and head over to our Facebook page and check out our Teespring um, store. The link's over on there so you can get yourself some merch. Uh, to see more of what Jason's doing, make sure to follow him on Facebook and Instagram under Gecko Effect. And for myself, you can find me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Patreon under Teesp- and Teespring under Beach and Scary Beasts. We hope to have you back next week for another episode of the Australian Hope to Culture Podcast. Good night, everyone. Good night.